Hello there, everybody. Welcome, Welcome to Jewish. To Jewish. Season two. It is January 22nd, 2021. It's a Friday. And you know when we're very lucky, you know what happens on Friday. One division? We are joined by her M. We, you you started talking, so I'm cutting off the music quick. I I I you jumped. She asked us how we were. Oh, we're doing good, I think. Yes, are we doing good? We're here. We're here. We're present. Yeah. New some yeah. new some ZC. What have you got to tell us about this week? So the Biden inauguration just happened on Wednesday, which is super exciting. Um, and I have the list of musical artists who I would have sing at my inauguration celebration party. And I feel like that's totally fair. Yes. So, here's who we have. First of all, Mitski will be singing the national anthem, obviously. I mean, she is just such a talented singer-songwriter. She is an indie darling for the ages. We just love Mitski here. Um, who else? We're going to have Walt Whitman singing Amazing Grace. Yeah, he's dead. He'll revive himself for this. He's singing the song of myself. I think it's fair. Um, next we've got Suf John Stevens. You know, I just feel like he's so essential to my experience, like, on this planet, that he's got to come sing at the Powell inauguration. Um, now we're going to have Lou Reed singing. I know this is a controversial choice because, you know, he's like, Lou Reed, he wasn't that good at his singing. Thing. Or he wasn't uh, that good as the singer, nah, I should say. Um, but you know what? I think he should be let in. I think that it shows inclusivity because he's ugly. Um, now we've got John Cale. I think that John Cale should also sing at my inauguration. Now, you might be saying, but her eminence. Weren't Lou Reed and John Cale kind of like on the eminence. outs of it? We just they, like, her kind of yeah. Not friends anymore towards the end? Well, I don't think that that's necessarily true, but they did break up in a band together. But then... Um, a couple years Warhol? after that, Andy Warhol Warhol died. And John Cale. Oops. Oh. Um, so then they got together and they sang like a memorial album for him, and it's one of my favorites of all time. It's called Songs for Drala. Look it up, and I think that that denotes reconciliation. I do not want them singing together, though. I think that they were better when they were competing. So um, may I just may I just point out that so far the inauguration is running very male in terms of the musical performances. We had Mitski. Very male. I know we had Mitski, but after that, it's been white guys up and down the line. Just wait. You're you are not done hearing from me. No. Oh, it's we a long inauguration. Yeah, this okay. is a heck there, of a program. You, this, this is an is inauguration that's going to run through the whole first the hundred whole days, term. huh? Yeah. No, yeah, okay. it's, it's going to be like a whole thing. So okay. next, because some people had issues, we've got Maureen Tucker. Now again, you might be saying Mo Tucker. Who's that? Well, she was the drummer or something for the Velvet Underground, and she was a better singer than Lou Reed and John Cale, and certainly Nico. You might be saying, but but you, you, her eminence, I forgot my name for a second. How, how on earth would you know that? Well, she sang After Hours, which was by the Velvet Underground. You might only know Sunday Morning, but that means you're a fake fan. If you really knew the Velvet Ooh. Underground, like I know the Velvet Underground, Ooh. you would know After Hours, and you would know that Mo Tucker is a better singer than Lou Reed, and she's a better singer than Nico. Anywho, Ooh. um, so you might be saying, 
that's a lot of Velvet Underground. We're running pretty heavy Velvet Underground. More so than White Guy, I would say. I think there are more Velvet Underground. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think we also have dead people as our largest majority at this point. Yeah. She's shushing me. She's shushing. Um, I'm being shushed. shushed. So, Doug Yule is not What is that? Deadism? Because, I don't like it. Um, <laughs> Morrison is not invited because I just don't get any vibes from him. Like, I, none. I don't think he even sings oh. any of the Velvet Underground songs. Um, Nico is oh. certainly not invited because there can only be one blonde hottie at this inauguration, and that's going to be me and not Nico. Um, so, next we've got Jose Feliciano. Damn, if you don't know Jose Feliciano, yeah, yes, no, you do. I'm sorry about he did that. Feliz Navidad. Yes. Which we just um, celebrated then, the anniversary of. What? We just celebrated a big anniversary of Feliz Navidad. I think it was the 50th anniversary of it. Well, it is a great song, but might I point you towards Feliciano's cover of Light My Fire? Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Perfect. Literally. I think it's better. Obviously, the Doors get credit for, like, writing it and stuff, but Feliciano's version is just, like, you know, the acoustic guitar is amazing. His voice, amazing. It's like, gosh, I don't want to hear that. Um, I want to hear Jose Feliciano. Next, we've got Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe Bridgers is absolutely coming to my inauguration, but she's going to be, like, towards the end because she'll mellow it out. I can't imagine Phoebe Bridgers singing at the beginning. She'd get everyone, like, sad. We don't want that. This is a happy occasion, but she should remind us that not everything in politics is happy. That's Phoebe Bridgers' purpose. Um, Joni Mitchell is obviously coming, but she's got to sing something happy because, like, I watched Love Actually. I enjoyed parts of it. Um, and her singing what? both sides, not, not like that voice. Oh, I, was, oh, I like, forgot that she sang I can't that. deal with this. Yes, it's a great song. I'm aware that it's a great song. But, like, can we sing California? Not that the White House is going to be in California, <laughs> yeah, but I just think celebrate California. Um, next. And last, what it's going to be Hugh Laurie. Because I've got a great road, announcement for everyone. In terms of my specific trends that are only, only like, five people follow, actually 37 to be exact, MASH is out. I oh. am, MASH is not a trend for Her Eminence anymore. We're back in what Hugh Laurie in the 90s know. land. It is We're a bit of Fry and Laurie. Yeah. We're back in P.G. Woodhouse. That's if you are a longtime Jewish listener, you might have been saying, oh, her, her references of P.G. Woodhouse, they are getting more and more frequent. Well, I will say, I watched an episode of the 90s adaptation of Jeeves and Wooster with Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie, and I'm back on it, guys. It is so unfortunate, but this is what... I am focusing on... I, I thought we had a deal that there would be a Jeeves and Wooster reference in every appearance that you made. And here it is. Yeah. Exactly. So we're at it now. My truism board that was originally filled with MASH quotes will now be filled with Jeeves and Wooster quotes. And the first Excellent. one I think is probably going to be the one where they just say what ho to each other like seven times. Iconic. Amazing. That is the only like delightful thing. Like why... I don't know why everyone in the entire world has not watched all of Jeeves and Wooster. Where are the sad moments? There aren't any. It's happy. There are two instances of blackface, and that's not okay at all. No. Um, but generally, a little bit of Fry and Laurie would make everyone's day a bit happier. So I will be having Hugh Laurie sing at my inauguration. You might be wondering, his singing prowess, I do not know of it. In which case, I would say, you haven't watched enough of Jeeves and Wooster, because every single episode, he goes like, Good night, Fiona! It's amazing. Well, this Iconic. Is a pretty good Never been done yeah. before. Yeah. Astonishing, stunning. Yeah. So that's what I have. That was brilliant. That was fa- that was fantastic. It ma- it 
It makes me wonder who would be at my inauguration, and all I can think of is Harvey Forsting singing all the songs. I think I think I just would have him. I definitely would have him do "America the Beautiful." I think but, I'd do Dylan's thing about Kennedy or whatever, and you know that would take. Oh, up the that whole would time. take up the whole time. That's true. John yes. Travolta. What if you should have John Travolta? Oh, Not that's me. a that's a thought. Yes. Yes. You can take him. Yeah, RuPaul, I think, has to be invited. Oh, I would. Don't I would, you think? No, I think I would RuPaul needs. RuPaul, a headline just, role. Yeah, I think RuPaul would have to have a big, a big role, and then I'm trying to think who I would have do the benediction. Father Mulcahy. That's a thought, yes, but also, ju- but ju- the actor could be. But I, I, if we're bringing people back from the dead, I think I want John Donahue, John Donahue oh, back. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I think that would be a good one. Anyway. All right, so Harem, please uh, chime in. We've got a number of stories to cover during the remainder of the broadcast. Jump right in, okay? Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Tennis's Australian Open, one of the sport's four major tournaments, is trying to happen. Well, I wouldn't call it major because it's for golf. Is wait? No, it's tennis. It's tennis. Start over. You got the wrong sport. Aren't opens for golf too? Yeah. So how was I supposed to know? Okay, tennis is, tennis is the first word of the story. Still, Tennis's Australian Open, one of the sport's four major tournaments, is trying to happen on February 8th in spite of COVID and is therefore requiring players to quarantine. They could have just, you know, been using tennis as a title for it. Spanish player Paula Badosa had complained mightily about the quarantine rules until she tested positive yesterday. Uh Uh-oh. Then she apologized. (laughs) She is ranked 67 in the world. I think if you're going to make that slip up, you should be ranked a little higher before you do it. Or switch to golf. So I love this story. Baseball's American Association, an independent minor league that began play 15 years ago and had an abbreviated season last year, announced that its Kansas City franchise is changing its name and the new name is really a great thing. They're going to be called the Kansas City Monarchs in honor of the Negro League team that won the first Negro League World Series in 1924. Kansas City is the home of the Negro League's museum, and a satellite exhibit from the museum will travel with the team. The league needed a team with a great name because the Texas Air Hogs dissolved after last season. That's so a great the, name. I know, it's gone, yeah. though. Uh, the previous Kansas City team name, the T-Bones, wasn't bad either, but good with, good for them with going with the Monarchs. I really yeah. like that. And the fact that they're bringing the memorabilia with them is great. You know, I, th- I think the minor leagues have honored the Negro Leagues much more than the major leagues have. Remember, yeah, of course. we went to the thing in Bowie, Maryland, and they had yeah, some Negro League players and players a lot of stuff. Right. Yeah, it was really great. So, why don't, Can we get Harem to say another, and in other news? Would you say it for us? And in other news. Oh, that's, that's, she's very good at that and it doesn't hurt my ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. The James Bond movie No Time to Die was supposed to come out last April, then was postponed until this coming April. Now it's been postponed until next October. Maybe in call, instead of calling it No Time to Die, they should call it No Time to Scream. Yeah. In case you missed President Biden's James Joyce shout-out on the day before his inauguration, here it is. My colleagues in the Senate used to always kid me for quoting Irish poets. They thought I did it because I'm Irish. I didn't do it for that reason. I did it because they're the best poets in the world. James Joyce, James Joyce 
was said to have told a friend that when, it's come, when it comes his time to pass, when he dies, he said, Dublin, Dublin were written on my heart. Well, excuse the emotion, but when I die, Delaware be written on my heart. And the hearts, the hearts of all, all of us, all the Bidens. I got that's lovely. Sweet. Isn't he, that nice? Yeah. Seamus was Quite. also quoted at some point. Oh right? yeah, no, he's given Seamus's. Yeah, I actually saw a post that said that if he could possibly do it, he would make Seamus Heaney a member of his cabinet. Yeah. If that was allowable, mm. you know. Hey, I'm yeah. having Walt Whitman sing at my inauguration. I know that's good. That's good. That's good. That counts. Every so often here on Jewishish, we get an item that begs for comment but have to leave out the punchline because we're a family program. Not really because we're a family program, just because we strive for some level of decency. Yeah, but I would get very... I, I, the punchlines I could think of for this next story, I would not say in the presence of Graham. I, I would be... I would well, that's because we strive shy. for decency, not because yeah. we're a family yeah. program. Yeah. By the way, what do you think would be written on, on Trump as the... And where do you think it would be written if... if Delaware would be written on Biden's heart. Right. Anyway, the following is such an item, and we leave it to our listeners to provide their own conclusion to the story. When the item is completed, we will play a relevant musical excerpt and remain silent so that there can be no temptation to comment on the story. I am scared. Why did I have to read this? I think you're going to do it in just the right way. <clears throat> A Swedish company has created safety jeans for motorcycle riders. The jeans have airbags in them. The wearer attaches the jeans to the motorcycle, and if the rider falls off the bike, that sets off the airbags, which fill with compressed air and reduce the impact on the lower body. That's all we can say about that item. Goodbye. Thank you very much, folks. Thank you, Harem, as always. Thank you, Walt Whitman. Shouting Thank you, Harvard Person. Thank you for all the members of the Velvet Old Underground. Thank you, co-host number one. Am I number one? Yeah, you're number one. You're number one. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what the youth always deems you. I think he'd rather deem us both not number one. Yeah, he thinks of himself as host yeah. number one. Yeah, we're numbers 17 Either and 19. Way. Yes. Way. 17 and 19, respectfully. Multi-sensational. Respectively. Au revoir. Yes. All See right. Ya. Goodbye. Goodbye.